0: I want to go tonight to a gentleman who's running in Minnesota Congressional District 7 against Congressman Colin Peterson. Dave Hughes joins us live in studio. Dave, great to have you here, sir. I want to start with this conversation about 9-11. Great $1. to be with you. $1.5 trillion we've spent as a nation. We lost 3,009 lives on 9-11, 7,000 great uh, servicemen and women What's been, what, what have we gotten out of this? I mean, what's your stance on where we're at right now with dealing with radical Islamic terrorism? Well,
1: I think we were making great strides in Iraq. You know, uh, Al-Qaeda was gone, the, the terrorists were gone, and unfortunately President Obama squandered all that by withdrawing completely. He, uh, he portrayed it as something he had to do, that it was a decision made by the previous administration and he couldn't have done anything about it. But I think we all know that that was untrue. And so I think that the total withdrawal in 2011, I think it was, was a mistake. Afghanistan, I, I think, uh, is a different story. Certainly, what we did in November of 2001, right after the 9 11 attacks, was completely appropriate. We went in there and hit the Taliban and we hit them hard. Uh, but my view is that uh, by the spring of 2002, we should have completely withdrawn all of our conventional military forces and maybe left a small unit of special operators to uh, advise the government there. But I
0: guess that's my question. When you look right. at Iraq, I mean, so. We took out a dictator, mm-hmm. okay? He basically was running a secular nation at that point. Uh, we, we haven't found WMDs there, and you're saying we should have stayed there.
1: Well, no, I, I think ultimately the 2003 invasion was a mistake. Uh, okay. I, I think hindsight informs us that we shouldn't have done it, but all that we'd invested, all the sunken cost, we had achieved something there until uh, the President Obama squandered it. That's, all right. that's my point of view.
0: I want to get to this. Okay. Uh, on Saturday, President Trump tweeted out about your race. If we can share uh, this tweet with our audience, please. So this was on Saturday. President Trump tweets out, Dave Hughes is running for Congress in the great state of Minnesota. He will help us accomplish our American first policies. is strong on crime, the border, our Second Amendment, trade, military, and vets. He's running against Pelosi, liberal puppet, Peterson misspelled Congressman Peterson's name, but Pelosi liberal puppet Peterson. Dave has my total endorsement. Do you agree with President Trump that Congressman Peterson is a Pelosi liberal
1: puppet? I do for a couple of reasons. One, Uh, Every spring, when he has a chance to vote for somebody uh, other than Nancy Pelosi for Speaker, he votes for Pelosi. Um, I think last time he was asked about this, he said there was nobody else, but there was. I can't think of his name at the moment, but a Democrat from Ohio ran, Ryan, I think was his name, and uh, he voted for Nancy Pelosi. So uh, in that sense, he's a puppet, and in the sense that uh, the most recent example, I think, is him walking away from the Farm Bill. He called our side ideological zealots for wanting a modest work reform uh, proposal added to the SNAP program very modest, It simply raised the age that you would be eligible for the benefit under current circumstances, he called that ideologically zealous, and yet, why did you walk away, Colin Peterson? You walked away because Nancy told you to. He had no other explanation.
0: So that's what some people may say. I actually asked Congressman Peterson about this several months ago right here on Point of View. I want to share with you his response to my question. Let me ask you this, sir, because a lot of people have suggested this to me, so I want to give you a chance to clear this up and tell the truth. Um, Has Nancy Pelosi influenced you in any way in not voting for this farm bill? Zero. She didn't even know what I made
1: this decision completely on my own.
0: So you just suggested that he was a puppet of Pelosi's by what he did to negotiate the farm bill. I asked him about that. He says she had zero influence on me. She had no idea what I was doing.
1: I don't believe that, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Snap so you is, say he's lying. Well, I, I don't know what the full story is, but uh, I don't believe that ex- simple explanation that he gave, because SNAP is not an agriculture program. It has nothing to do with farming or how to make agriculture better in the U.S. So why would he walk away from the farm bill with basically a welfare program? That's, that's why he walked away. It doesn't make any sense other than the politics of who's leading the Democratic Party, which is Nancy Pelosi and the like.
0: All right, let's start with the campaign yourself. I'm sure you've been out there shaking a lot of hands, kissing babies. What's what's the number one topic that people are talking to you
1: about? The number one topic is the tariff situation. And uh, what I find uh, from one end of the district to the other, there's 38 counties in uh, Minnesota 7, is that every farmer I've talked to with exceedingly few exceptions says, I get it. I understand what the president is trying to do. Commodity prices have been down. Uh, farm income is down five years in a row and we understand that the president is trying to achieve long-term gains with these trade deals. And so we're with him. We're going to give him more time. We're patient. We think he's going to accomplish that. Do you
0: support tariffs?
1: I, I support the, the president's current approach to it, which is that it's going to be a short-term measure. I think in the long-term, tariffs are a loser for everyone, including the consumer, and I don't think that's what the president intends.
0: So a lot of people are asking this question. Some say or say, okay, I'm willing to go through this short-term pain for a long-term gain. But I think a lot of people haven't defined I'd like to have you define it. What is this long-term gain?
1: Well, it's just better deals on, on these trade agreements. You know, he, he came uh, to an agreement, a framework of an agreement with Mexico recently. I know right now uh, from the news and other accounts that the Canadians are engaged with the Americans on, on that deal. So he's actively pursuing improvements to all these deals. You know, we've got dairy with the 270% tariff with Canada and all their other dairy protection measures. And so I hope the president can accomplish gains there because dairy is really suffering right now.
0: Oh, big time. So one thing I want to move on and move on to some of the topics is that back in March, President Trump tweeted out that trade wars are good and they're easy to win agree with him?
1: Well, uh, you know, some of American history indicates otherwise, but uh, you know, maybe he knows uh, different. Maybe he's got uh, some idea here that, that we haven't seen before.
0: Let's talk about immigration. That's a big talker as well. Uh, President Trump has come out and he's, he suggested, hey, if there's not funding for my wall coming up for the September 30th, you know, uh, spending bill. I will shut down the government. Would you vote to shut down the government if there wasn't funding for the wall?
1: I don't want to see a, a shutdown, uh, but unfortunately if it happens, I think it would be in the Democrats. Uh, um, they, they would be the ones to blame because we want to build the wall. The American people want the wall. Uh, my constituents, if I'm fortunate enough to win this November and represent them, they want the wall. And it's part of a multi-layered approach here that the president has. And so I think it's sensible. Humans have been building walls for 5,000 years. And so uh, I don't want to see a shutdown, uh, but if it comes to that,
0: so but if the vote came up you would vote yes I mean you wouldn't vote yes I shouldn't say that but you would support a shutdown if there's not wall funding
1: well I would I would support the idea that that is a measure that has to happen and if the democrats choose to shut down the government because they don't want to fund the wall then that's on them
0: I want to move on this is more of a state issue but I just want to get your take on it today was one of the final uh, PUC meetings, the Public Utilities Commission about Enbridge Line 3. Some protesters showed up. I want to share with you a little bit about that meeting and just kind of get your stance on where you're at with pipelines and things of that nature. So this is what happened today. It was at a PUC meeting down, I believe, obviously in the Twin Cities, and some people that are protesting. Enbridge Line 3 said this.
1: I don't think for a second the decision that you make behind that platform, is you're gonna live, it's going to be clearly uncomfortable for you for the next two years completely uncomfortable. That you can- this is what
0: environmental racism looks like. We are here in opposition of this line 3 and we are going to be present. All right, we're here with the people, the people who are affected by this first are indigenous people. So I want to play this because we just went through this obviously with the situation with Dapple and Standing Rock and they say, "Hey, this is what environmental racism looks like." Your reaction.
1: Well, I, I don't agree with them. I've talked to people from Enbridge uh, Energy and, and talked to them about all the measures they've taken, all of the rules that they've followed, and every possible opportunity to please everybody on all sides. And so I support Enbridge Line 3. I support energy development. I think it's hugely important to the American economy, especially middle class and lower class. Uh, so I, I'm just not on the side of these folks that were protesting. Well, they're
0: the county property taxes that some of the counties <laughs> That's right, That's That's right. That's All right, final question. You lost by essentially five points in 2016. Bottom line, can you legitimately win this race? I mean, Congressman Peterson's been there forever. Do you have a legitimate shot to win this race?
1: Absolutely. We lost last time by 16,800 votes. This time, we have 34,000 Trump voters who didn't vote prior to 2016. We know who they are. We are uh, pursuing them, and that will give us an overwhelming victory if we're effective. We've got the ground game in place, and uh, we're gonna win. If
0: people want more information, what's your website?
1: Website is hughesforcongress.us. That's H-U-G-H-E-S-F-O-R, congress.us
0: beautiful. Thanks for being here. We appreciate appreciate
1: it.